Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I had a great birthday weekend, got to spend a lot of time with the kids and family and hung out and chilled out a bunch, and it was a really good time, and thank you for a lot of the emails I got over the weekend. Appreciate those. And again, the Health Masters family that we have here and all of our listeners and customers, it's absolutely amazing to see how big we've grown now and people all across the world and across the country that continually communicate with us and we're constantly back and forth and listen to the show and they forward our shows. And I'm getting more and more emails and orders from overseas now as far as international orders with the new DHL Express international program that we have together that's been really, really effective. We haven't really had any glitches at all, so to speak. And it's been really, really fast. I'm getting a lot of feedback from customers that are, you know, four, five, six days, you know, in all parts of the world, which, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, we're almost pretty much domestic level speed. I mean, it takes about that same to get out to California ground, you know, four or five business days to get delivered. And so it's really cool to see this and expanding and getting people healthy and strong and getting the truth and information out there. So I really appreciate the support of Health Masters. And a lot of people took advantage of the sale over the weekend with the product of the week, the N-acetylcysteine. Be sure to check that out on sale. That's product of the week for the next couple of days and continue to get the truth out there while keeping your body and your mind strong and healthy. So thank you for that. One of the first things that I've noticed now over the last couple of days, because this has been getting popped up, as you guys know, I'm in the automotive industry a lot, especially in the aftermarket world. And I've noticed a lot of manufacturers, I've talked about this repeatedly, is that a lot of these vehicle manufacturers are, from what I have been told now, are intentionally reducing the production of their gasoline-powered vehicles and diesel-powered vehicles. They're saying that there's a shortage here, there's a chip shortage here. That's not the case from what I'm hearing anymore. You may have part shortages that may be you know, far and few between on certain items, but what it appears to be is an intentional slowdown and reduction of the production vehicles that essentially are not electric. So they can slowly fund and phase in this EV world. Well, now, as a lot of people know, the Tesla charging stations all across the country are built around an entire app system and Internet. The EV Tesla system, is everybody knows, you cannot function those without having an app on your phone, period. You have to pay on your phone. Everything has to be done on your phone. They have completely and totally conditioned now with this learnt behavior for people that have these vehicles that you must 100% of the time have your phone strapped to you everywhere you go if you drive an EV vehicle. People already know that. Well, a lot of the EV charging stations that have been getting produced and starting to be put in that are not Tesla, they're for other brands, are now have been halted now recently. And I've noticed that I've been hearing about Tesla charging stations going up at a rapid pace. I know an individual who does surveying, and he says Tesla contracts him all the time for all these new charging stations that are going up. Well, here's why. Mercedes-Benz, the latest automaker, has announced last week that they are now adopting Tesla's charging stations. It has now come to joins with Ford, GM, Revion, Volvo, Polestar, all now in the last recent week have all announced they are turning to a North American charging station that Tesla has developed. And apparently now there's multiple other brands now like Volkswagen, BMW, Hyundai, Toyota that are now 
in engagements with this discussion on making sure that all their vehicles can operate and pull off the Tesla charging stations. Now, one of the reasons why I think this is starting to occur is because Tesla, through the billions of dollars that they've already gotten through federal funding and the continual funding to build these charging stations, by the way, they have set up their entire system to have everything tracked and recorded 100% of the time. Still currently to this day, if you have a diesel pickup truck or a gasoline-powered car, you could go to the gas station. You could walk in with a $100 bill. You could slap it on the table, and you could say, hey, fill up my you know, 30, 40-gallon fuel cell in the bed of my diesel truck. Here's 100 bucks. Put 100 bucks on the pump one. And you can go in and fill your diesel fuel cell up in the back of your truck or your regular you know, tank, whatever it is, and you can jump in, and you can hop anywhere you want pretty much the entire country. Gone. Don't have to stop many times whatsoever, essentially, especially if you got one of the old diesels that gets 25, 30 miles a gallon. You can put camper on the back, and you can ride out. As anybody knows, the, the supercharging stations that Tesla has, they require no human to operate whatsoever. They can be regulated and shut down remotely. They record your location, your name, your vehicle identity, and how much electricity you were used by purchasing. You cannot, under any circumstances, use these without having the app on your cell phone to unlock and use the charging station's connection. The only way you could possibly charge these cars, I guess, without having an app on a regular basis is you could only charge it at your home. But still at that point, even the Tesla models, they have to be connected to the cloud on a 24-7 basis. So that still is pretty far and few between, but I guess if you had, a say, a Ford F-150 Lightning that can only tow 80 miles of the trailer, if you had a charging station at home and you didn't want to connect the app on your phone and just have the car be able to, truck be able to drive, I guess you could do that and only charge it at home. What they're doing now is they're gearing up everybody to start using these Tesla stations regardless if it is a Tesla vehicle or not. Now, what's interesting about this is if anybody knows, Tesla has instituted charging station limitations on busy supercharging stations on a regular basis. The vast majority of their stations only – they cap you at 80% charge. A lot of people don't know that unless you've used them. If it's not like a really basic one, I guess that's not very busy, the vast majority of the stations cap you at 80%. Meaning if you got a vehicle that gets uh, 300 miles to a charge, you're only getting 240 miles to charge right now in most cases if they're busy. This comes down with an internal memo that has now been leaked from Electrek, which supports about almost 20% of Tesla's supercharging stations now have limitations at force at all times, while another 9% have limits on holidays and are also based on usage. They said the supercharger delivers energy rapidly and gradually slows down as the battery fills. Your vehicle automatically alerts you when it has enough energy to continue the trip, and basically, essentially, in most cases, it stops you at 80% as it's not necessary because you have enough charge to get to where you need to go. This is what they're getting people in their minds now to accept. This is called learnt behavior. We talked about it last week in UK where they've already talked about this. They're getting people on this basis of this new learnt behavior of, oh, hey, if you go buy these cars, you have this, you have this, you have this, but you're going to be restricted to 80% and you have to have the app and you have to be on the cloud all the time. They're keeping people in the mindset of constantly having to have their phone strapped to them all the time while at the same time, they're making these cars cheaper and cheaper with massive federal rebates that they're giving back with these tax credits along with discounts, along with all these rebates, and making it so they're trying to force people in these markets. While at the same time, we have gasoline-powered cars and diesel trucks that dealers are still trying to put exorbitant markups on. In some cases, addendum still. If not, 
you see these dealerships that are unbelievably unscrupulous that are starting to do this now. They're trying to force people to have all these additional add-ons that their car that they don't want. Oh, you've got an additional two-year warranty that you didn't ask for that you don't want. Oh, you have an additional uh, rim and tire protection package for $2,000 that you don't want, that they don't want to take off. Oh, we have another protection ceramic coating we have now put on the paint to protect it for five years for $2,000 that you didn't ask for that you didn't want because massively overpriced. They're doing this now on almost all these uh, on these gasoline-powered cars and diesel trucks. I told you guys not too long ago, I went to a Honda dealership looking for a car for a, a close friend of mine, and uh, I, they had a Honda Civic come in. It was a 2022 Honda Civic. It's a Honda Civic EX, cloth seats, like base model. Nice car, though, great commuter car, got great fuel mileage, and it was like a 2022. It had just come in. It was last year, and I asked him. I said, well, what's the sticker on it? The sticker was like 22000 I said, well, write up a buyer's order real quick. I said, I'll see if I can you know, help her out with financing. You know, We can see if we can get her this car. This is a family member. And they sent me this buyer's order back, and it was almost $30,000. And I looked at it, I said, what is, what, is, what is this? What is this? Oh, well, this, this is the add-ons that, you know, the dealership has to make a little bit of money too. I said, you have $1,200 floor mats and interior protection package. I said, you have $100 for valve stem caps with nitrogen fill. You've got a $1,500 ceramic paint protection package. I said, take all this off. I said, this isn't even anything that's relevant. I said, I got detail guys that can do all of this stuff all year long for less than this price. Oh, we're not taking it off. The dealership has to make some money. And I said, when I don't have to buy the car from you. <laughs> Go kick rocks. This is what's happening now. And again, it's learned behavior in a lot of people. This is starting to continue to go on because people are paying it. While at the same time, you go to an EV place, you want to go buy an EV car, they're putting ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 rebates on these cars now with federal rebates to try to sell them to you. Look at what they're doing and while they're doing it, how they're pushing everybody into this control grid. They did the same thing during COVID. They got people accepted of wearing a mask, of putting their track and tracing apps on their phone, which I don't know why people ever did that. People going in and holding up their vaccine passport, their CDC vaccine card in order to get a meal. You remember, does anybody remember all that? People were literally in restaurants and they would deny you service if you didn't have your CDC vaccine card up in New York and some other really, really hardcore liberal states. This is what they did. And right before all that happened, before they could go in with the mandate, they went in and lied to everybody and said that the COVID-19 vaccination, which is RNA gene therapy, had now gotten FDA approval by Pfizer, now rebranded as Comirnaty. Actually, I just had an article that got pulled up from August 2021, almost two years ago, and I was reading it again how it discussed the health officials have full approval of the COVID-19 vaccine. And Joseph, Joe Biden came out and said, let me say this loudly and clear. If you're one of the million Americans who said you will not get this shot until it has full and final approval, it has now happened. The moment you've been waiting for is here. It's time for you to get your vaccination and encourage businesses to step up their vaccine requirements. Now, as everybody found out, and I broke the news along with dad very quickly on this, it was a complete and total lie. Comernity never existed. It has never been produced. It's a brand name that was under the umbrella of the COVID-19 biotech shot from Pfizer. They went in and approved Comernity, which has never been made, in order to say this shot that's still sitting on the shelf, <laughs> these deep freezers, and I still haven't figured out what they're doing with all these deep freezers, Dad. These freezers that went down to, what, 140 degrees negative, and uh, they had to buy all these 
thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar freezing cooling units. That's true. Oh, dude, no, you, I'm right. Where all these federal grants, they were giving these giant freezing units to to keep this shot frozen all the time at this abnormal temperature. Now suddenly, I mean, I guess we just have all these giant freezers at hospitals. Why in the world is nobody talking about the lies that they're continually putting out there and what they're continually trying to get people to accept? In order to normalize it so people no longer ask questions, that is why it is so important you do the same and keep asking questions. What do you think, Ted? Uh, great opening, Austin. Uh, so much stuff to talk about today. Uh, what this is is Pavlovian conditioning as far as yep. these charging stations. That's all it is. Charlotte Isery talked about that on the Dumbing Down of America. And, you know, this vaccine lies continuing to go on and on and on. And, you know, they're trying to force people now to become conditioned to the charging stations, and that's why they're – all these other manufacturers are picking them up because they're all owned by the same people anyhow, and it's just what they're doing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy, and, you know, and, you're, and you're absolutely right. I looked at another car, trading one of my cars in, and, uh, you know, for another car, and, and they stuck on the invoice without me asking for it. I was gonna, I'm going to read you a direct thing. I, I told them I was, I was not going to do this. I had no interest in that. They, they, I'm going to read this right from the invoice. It says, two years scheduled maintenance, uh, $1,995. Well, I don't want that. Ultimate dent tire wheel kit uh $2,695 uh, clear front plastic bra full front $3,495 and I'm looking at this and I call the dealers up and I and you know then of course you got the dealer fee on here they call it a document fee now of another $1,200 and and you and, you, and the non-taxable four fees another $771 so you're looking at $2,000 in dealer fees you know, you're looking at, you know, $8,000 and all these different add-ons, and you stop and you look at it. I just – I called the guy up, and I said, this is not going to happen. I said, what the heck are you guys doing? So you're absolutely right, Austin, because what they've done, they've reduced the production of these gasoline-powered cars now that the demand has gone through the roof, and the sale price has gone through the roof, and the dealers can't sell that many cars now because they're not getting the cars in many cases, so they have to raise the prices on the cars that they do have. And then they said, well, you should be really happy. We're not charging you above retail for this car, and I'm like – no, I'm not happy at all. This is awful. I can't believe you guys are actually doing this. And and I this, I this is the dealership that I have been doing business with for over 20 years. And so it's just crazy. And then every once in a while, you'll get a real good dealership like Stingray Chevrolet in Plant City, Florida, that I know very, very well. I've been doing business with for over 10 years, and they always treat you fairly. But they're rare. Those types of dealerships are rare, very, very, very rare. And I'm not being paid by Stingray to promote them. I'm just going to – I like those guys over there, and they're really, really nice. And I really like to promote them and to push their dealership because they're such a great group of people. I really do. But the reality is also is right, is that this whole thing now is turning into this big contrived mess with shortages that we don't have, with dealerships trying to create more profit. And a lot of these dealerships are having record profits now because they're not longer – they're no longer discounting their cars. They're putting six, seven, eight thousand dollars addendums on their vehicles. And it's just massively increasing the amount of profit that they're making. All in the meantime, like Austin said, they're giving giant rebates on electric cars because nobody wants them. It's, it's nuts. But then, of course, the government is the one who pays those rebates. But I want to also – I told you that I was going to go see Sound of Freedom this past weekend, and I did. I took a good friend to it, and, uh, and basically it was an extremely well-done movie. And it's already done $40 million at the box office. To give you, give you an indication here, it was only released in a few theaters. There's more theaters now. It's done $40 million. The, 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 the theater was actually crowded. There were a lot of people in it. And the interesting thing about this, Indiana Jones with domestic box office, which is a huge Disney production, has only done $120 million. 
had he come close to recovering his production cost. But Sound of Freedom is about child trafficking. And it's a dark topic. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I don't lie about anything anyhow. I just always tell you guys the truth. But it was very well done. And, of course, the brilliant Jim Caviezel, who basically is an incredible actor, uh, he does a phenomenal job in bringing it to the big screen. Now, not all of the aspects of the movie are 100% accurate, but the overall story is 100% accurate, and I really like it. So I'm highly endorsing that movie, 100% guaranteed you're going to like it, but it's a dark topic. However, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Some people have pirated it. They put it on you know, different, different websites and different places that you can watch it for free. Don't do that, please. You know, do go spend the 10 bucks or 8 bucks or whatever it was to go see the movie and go ahead and help push this sales through the roof. Now, you have to ask yourself a question. How do they get copies to do this? Well, I don't know. Could they have gone to the theater and copied it? I don't know. Could they have been taken by the another competitor and given to these people to put out there to destroy the box office? People don't want, people don't want to have this thing catch a kite and take off and all of a sudden there's $100 million in box office and everybody wants to go see what it's about. But it really talks about the child trafficking, especially out of Central America and South America and Mexico, and it goes into detail about these different organizations that run these children, and it's sad. Now, there's no graphic, whatever you want to call it in there. They don't have all that, so it's not, it's not like one of those movies, but it's, it's very, very eye-opening for you to watch. So I'm giving it a 100% Ted Brower endorsement, and I want you guys to go see it. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, Lance's study on COVID, this awesome brought that up. It was basically released, and it said that autopsies are finding that 74% were caused by vaccine. Related to injuries. By the way, that study was removed within 24 hours. I mean, how about that? A Lancet review of 325 autopsies after COVID vaccination found that 74% of the deaths were caused by the vaccine, but the study was removed within 24 hours. The paper, a preprint that was awaiting peer review, is written by leading cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough, Yale epidemiologist Dr. Harvey Riss, and their colleagues at the Wellness Company, and was published online on Wednesday on a preprint site of the prestigious medical journal. However, less than 24 hours later, the study was removed, and a note appears stating, the preprint has been removed by prepense with the Lancet because the study's conclusions are not supported by the study methodology. Wait a minute. Yes, it is. While the study had not undergone any part of the peer review process, the note implies it fell afoul of the screening criteria. The original study abstract can be found in the Internet Archive. <laughs> in background, the rapid development and widespread deployment of COVID-19 vaccines combined with a high number of adverse event reports have led to concerns over possible mechanisms of injury, including systemic lipid nanoparticle and mRNA distribution, spike protein-associated tissue damage, immune system dysfunction, and cancer. The aim of this systematic review is to investigate the causes and causal links of the vaccine administration and death using autopsies and post-mortem analysis. I'm going to post this, and I want you guys to read this. And this is exactly what I told you was going to happen years ago when they started this. They're going to continue to blame these increased risks of deaths from these other diseases on basically natural occurring incidences, what they're going to do, because they don't want you to realize what happened and how many people are basically dying from this. But you need to also realize this, is that if we don't stop and talk about this and talk about nanokinase, you know, N-acetylcysteine and vitamin E and all the rest of these, uh, all these uh, supplements that can help thin the blood and prevent the clotting, uh, we're going to be basically not doing what we need to do for, as far as the Ted Austin Brower show. There are all kinds of natural protocols that you can use to help reduce the deaths associated with these types of diseases that are being caused by this clot shot. So, guys, please, you know… <laughs> Stay frosty on all this stuff. Be very, very careful on what you put into your body. Drink a lot of water. 
keep your blood thin, take your E, take your nanokinase, you know, you take the N-acetylcysteine, take the HGH stimulate. If you had to take the shot, it's really, really important that you take all of those products on a regular basis. Just be really careful now. Also, if you're taking blood thinners, be careful you don't get too many blood thinners in your system because if you're taking the vitamin E and the nanokinase and the cod liver oil, they're already going to act as blood thinners. So be careful with that too because you don't want any bruising done to your skin. But guys, uh, this is a mess. And I guarantee you we have a lot of people that are dying and a lot of these internet influencers from YouTube, supposedly, supposedly thousands of them, and I can't prove that, and I didn't post this article, are basically coming down with turbo cancers because of what they've done promoting the vaccines. And, of course, a lot of people have died from these vaccines, including many, many, many top athletes in the world, over a 1,000 now. So if you didn't take the vaccine, just thank God Almighty, if you did take the vaccine because you were forced to do it, do your best to mitigate it. That's all I can say. Now, this is another interesting article from the Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity, and it says, bizarre new attack on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He says he promotes the, quote, ugly message that being autistic is bad. Now, I, I don't know what to say about this, but I'm going to just read this, and I'll comment on it here in a second. It seems clear that most parents of autistic children in America love the children, and they see great value in the children's activities and thoughts. It also seems clear that most of the parents also would prefer that their children would live free from the effects of autism and that a way is found to prevent autism developing in other children. This just makes sense. It's common, it's commonsensical. But when people in the media are looking at any and every basis to tar Robert F. Kennedy in his presidential campaign, his dedication to ordinarily perceived as an admirable goal of seeking to reduce the prevalence of autism basically is getting a vicious perspective. The MSNBC columnist Eric Garcia, extreme liberal, wrote Sunday – Focus on Kennedy that the crux of his baseless claim that vaccines cause autism is ugly message that being autistic is bad. Okay, wait a minute. You know, Garcia says he does not write that Kennedy says people with autism are bad people, yet it's just the misreading that would make the ugly message designation make any sense. What we have here is nonsense that many readers will fix in their minds into the condemnation of Kennedy for something the author did not state and offered no evidence to support. Working to prevent autism is an actively rooted in promotion of human happiness and health. It is commendable it, it is, it's con, it, it, if it is condemned, condemnable as an ugly message, it would seem that individuals working to prevent cancer, heart attacks, or Alzheimer's and other serious mental conditions should similarly be condemned. Now, I'm going to say this, and I, don't, and, I, and I shouldn't even go here, but I'm going to anyhow. Autistic children have been damaged, and in most cases, in my opinion, because I wrote the book on this, Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children. I wrote the book 20 years ago. They've been, they've been damaged because of the, metro, the medical petrochemical industrial synagogue of Satan, pharmacia complex, that is so prevalent from the major manufacturers trying to dumb down the population of the planet and to kill as many people as they can and stop the reproduction of people, which includes creating autistic children who cannot really reproduce or defend themselves or even support themselves financially. This is a problem. And no parent that I know is going to say, I'm so happy my child has autism. I'm so happy I get to deal with this the rest of my life. And many of them would say, if I had a way that I could reverse this and find out what caused this, I would do that immediately because of what this has done to my family. Just, I'm not saying that the autistic kids aren't loving, and I'm not saying they're not wonderful. I'm just saying that this is not the best that God had for these children, period. That's how I look at it. Same thing with Down syndrome children. It's not the best that God had for them, period. But, but the reality is, is that you know they're now telling us that Kennedy indirectly is a bad person because he's trying to prevent autism. That's what the article is basically saying. This is insanity. 
I've been trying to prevent autism for the last 40 years, and I've talked to you guys in depth about autistic children and the prevention of autism. You know, it's just unbelievable to me because autism is a tough one. It really, really is. And I know some people that say they claim to have been able to take children that have been autistic and with proper nutrients and with proper, you know, microbiome and proper chelation therapy over a period of years. They've been able to chelate the heavy metals back out of these children and allow them to have a normal life. But apparently that's extremely difficult to do. I personally have never seen full success with that. I've seen some improvement in the kids, but I haven't seen full success. But the reality is, is that this tar and feathering of Kennedy, now mind you, if they want to tar and feather him for other things that he's done or he said, whatever. But don't be, don't be saying stuff that he didn't say and trying to pr- create a problem for him for absolutely no reason whatsoever when he's trying to help parents to keep their kids from getting autism to start with. By the way, I want to talk about this thing, about this entire conspiracy against normality right now. You know, the reality of what's going on in the world is if you're normal, if you're a heterosexual alpha male man who's going to defend your family with your life, if you have to, if you're a heter, if you're a, you know, if you're, if you're a normal female and you're raising a family by yourself and you'll defend your family with your life, you know, this considering that is no longer being considered normal. We have all of these people out there that are putting stereotypic signs out there that the normal is not normal anymore and transgender is normal. Uh, they're now, and I'm going to say this, the, the woman's female body part, I know I got kids listening to this, you know, in which children are delivered, right? They're now calling that a bonus hole. They're being told, the medical doctors are being told that. I'm not going to go into detail on that whole multiple stories uh, because they can't say that this is a, you know, whatever, because it's basically not something that everybody's born. It's just a mess. Everything is getting so twisted. You know, it's like that, what's that one movie, Idiocracy or whatever it was that came out a few years ago, which this guy wakes up 500 years later in a dumpster or, you know, in a dump, you know, in, his, in, a, in, a, in a cryo chamber that basically has been, he's been frozen for 500 years. And the entire world has gotten unbelievably dumbed down because of corporations and drugs and how stupid he was very, very dumb to start with. And now he's like the smartest person on the planet. You know, the whole thing's a parody. It's a spoof. But isn't that a foreshadowing what's on the way here with the stuff that they're teaching these kids? They don't want somebody who's able to have critical thinking, who's smart, who's intellectual, who's got a high IQ, who has concrete, rational thought. They want somebody who's just stupid enough to do everything they're told to do. And to run the machines in a way that they can provide maintenance on the machines and mop the floors. They don't want anybody who's going to have the ability to question the narrative and to see the truth of who's going on. George Carlin, which I don't care for his stuff because he basically uses a lot of filthy language. He's dead on on this stuff when he comes in and does that. Of course, you know he ends up you know dying too. Imagine that. But but he was he's a, he was a great comedian and he talked about this in depth. But the language is just awful. But the stuff that he still says is still very, very true if you want to try to choke through some of the bad language. But the reality is that they don't want you to think and have creative thought. They don't want you to wonder why there's cocaine in the White House and how we have this administration that's beyond belief stupid. And we have a senile person who can't find his way off the stage who basically is put there as a figurehead just to shove him in our face to destroy the image of the United States as a world leader. Because look at the world leader's leader. Biden. Everybody in the planet knows that this guy was put in there by the CIA. Everybody working, by the way, with Mossad and MI6 and rogue elements of the government, all controlled through the central banks because they control the money, which would be the Sabbatian Luciferian synagogue of Satan Kabbalists. That's the group who do all of this stuff all of the time. 
the same group that goes into Gaza and destroys and kills children for sport. That same group. Okay? It's that same group. It's the same synagogue of Satan. And once we understand that and we see it, then we can get a handle on it and realize these are the Kabbalist Luciferians that the Bible calls the synagogue of Satan. And let me go ahead and finish going through some of this other stuff. You know, you have to ask yourself, you know, what happened here with the gay pride month? Okay, why are we allowed to celebrate sexual perversity in one week for one month, but we're not allowed to, to you know, celebrate straight pride, straight pride, you know, with people that are actually happy to be heterosexuals? You know, why do corporate executive boards think we should be proud of sexual perversity? This is a partial article I'm reading from Paul Craig Roberts. Who organized this, came against, this campaign against normality? What, why did corporate executives and boards put the self-serving interests of sexual perverts ahead of the interests of their stockholders and their own performance bonuses? Why are we yet instead celebrating normality? Here's a report of the enormous harm the executives of the board of Anheuser-Busch did to its shareholders and to the capitalization of the corporation by going woke on sexual perversion. Sales of Bud Light, this is insane, fell 28.5%. Anheuser-Busch market capitalization dropped $18 billion. Shareholders took a $9.46 drop in each share price, more than a 15% decline equivalent to a major stock market correction. Ask yourself, how is a major international corporation pressed into doing so much damage to itself and its investors simply for the benefit of the tiny minority of unimportant marginal people who amount to nothing? And we're talking about the tiny, tiny percent of people who really consider themselves to be transgender who basically are mentally ill. That's, what he, that's, what he, that's who he's pointing out here. And it wasn't just Anheuser-Busch and Target. It was a number of large businesses. The support of corporations for Pride Month makes nonsense out of economic theory in which the corporations serve the interests of shareholders. Suppose you had 1,000 shares of Anheuser-Busch. These idiots managing the company just lost you $9,460. Suppose your pension fund had 10,000 shares. Now you've lost 94,000. Suppose you are BlackRock with 100,000 shares. Now you're at 946,000. So why is BlackRock sponsoring Pride Month? Clearly. Here we go. I'm going to clear this up when he gets done because he doesn't, he doesn't go to where he needs to go with us. He goes good. He goes well we'll go all with it. Clearly, there's a well-organized conspiracy in the Western world against normality, a conspiracy dedicated to constructing Sodom and Gomorrah. There he is. He's right about that. Who is behind this? Why are the leading corporations participating in this effort to overthrow the traditional family, parental authority, traditional morality, and traditional society? Who gains from this idiocy? Why are Western peoples – tolerating this blatant conspiracy against them, why do they continue to drink Anheuser-Busch, shop at Target, and bank with woke financial institutions? Are the Western people so insouciant that they have no idea what is happening or do they just not care? Okay, We've covered this in depth before, so I'm going to skim through the top of this. These are good questions. It's not that they're insouciant, though some of them are, which means lackadaisically uncaring. What they are is that they are basically naive as to who's really doing this. They don't realize the international Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, banking cartels are running the planet through their central banks. They don't understand that. They think that they basically have a job that's working 40 to 50 hours a week, sometimes two jobs, and they're trying to pay their bills, and they're just trying to get through life. They're going along to get along. That's the, math. That's the vast majority of the population. When you try to bring a topic like this up to them, which I've done in depth many times with people that I meet, they're either going to do one of two things. They're going to start asking you questions, and they're going to gauge you. That's about 10%. Or they're going to look at you with a blank stare, and they're going to change the topic, and they're going to move on, and they're not going to talk to you about it because they simply don't want to know. And secondly, 
these organizations and corporations because they have to use money in order to run their operations and have to continually use outside funding sourced from the banking cartels are told if they're not woke enough that their interest rates are going to go through the roof or they'll be denied the funds to do this. This is exactly what they did in Venezuela with the processing plants for oil and fuel, the largest fuel production facilities and amount of oil in reserves in the world you know, are in Venezuela. It was one of the most, you know, prestigious, prosperous countries in the world until their president asked to get his gold back. And all of a sudden he comes down with cancer and suddenly he's dead and suddenly they're out of cash and suddenly nobody's funding their facilities and allowing them to produce and to manufacture oil. And suddenly their outputs go through the floor. The whole country goes into a massive, massive depression and people are leaving and fleeing Venezuela now, one of the best countries in the world at one time to come to the United States to get away from the oppression. I've seen it. I know people that are from there, and they tell me the same thing. This is why these big companies are doing this. This is why they are going ahead and losing their bonuses and losing their stock options and destroying the value of their stock to promote a perverted agenda because the Luciferian cabalists want everybody to be a transgender. Plus, they know what they've done. They know that they've come in now and they've pushed this narrative so hard that the entire planet is going to have a massive increase in transgender populations who do not reproduce, by the way. I'm going to mention that to you, too. And you think about this. You get a breeding pair of a male and a female. They have four kids who have four kids who have four kids who have four kids. You know, within 15 or 20 generations, you have you know, hundreds of thousands of children and offspring. If they go ahead and cut the genitalia off these men and cut the genitalia out of these women, you know, the reproductive organs, they're not going to reproduce. And in the long run of the aggregate within a three, four hundred year period, they're going to save literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of progeny from these two people. And they're going to destroy their DNA also and take them out of the gene pool. And guys, listen to me. This is the goal here. The goal is population reduction. I told you that Jason scholars back in the 50s came in and said that's the most important thing this planet has to do is reduce the population. And this whole group of people that are doing this now are controlled by these entities on the other side of the veil because the food source on this planet is being culled. By the way, we're the food source. That's why Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour. Just thought I'd mention that, but he may not devour us because we are sanctified by the blood of the lamb. So this is why it's so important. If you have the ability to still reproduce, if you have not had the clot shot and it has not attacked your ovaries or your testicles and you no longer can produce sperm or actually ovulate and you have the ability to continue to raise healthy, normal American children that are patriots and Christians, have more kids, period. Go against them in the face of all of this nonsense they're pushing on you and make sure that we continue to reproduce the groups of people that we know are going to be the patriots in this country. Really important. Remember, these guys don't have a 20 or 30 year plan. This is a 100, 200, 300 year plan. This is a whole, this is a systematic destruction of the planet because they hate God. They hate you. You've got a soul. They don't. And they want to turn you into an automaton. They want to turn you into a hive mind, into a robot that they can be. When you see these grays and these aliens, okay, this is, I'm going to go here for a second. You know, on these spaceships like with Roswell, these little short things with no mouse, no reproductive systems, they want to turn you into that. They want to create that hybrid. They don't want you to be in the image of God Almighty. They want you to be different, your DNA to be different. What do you think they're giving you an mRNA shot for? It's to change you. It's to make you something else. That's why it's so important that you don't allow that. You take the products that you need to prevent that, 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 that system to be changed like that. It's so important that we understand who and what we are in Christ. We were bought at a price. We are in covenant with the Most High God, the God who created the heavens and the earth and the, and the universe. Jesus is the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. And through him, we can do all things, including 
allowing ourselves to stand against this tyranny. It's so important that we understand that. I was blessed to be able to go to two church services this weekend again, and I love doing that because it gives me the ability and the time to understand who we are in Christ, and it gives me the time, just the downtime, to think about the Bible. You know, and, and we, we were talking about continual willful sin in the Lutheran church on Saturday night, how we need to not be doing that. And on Sunday, we were talking about it in a different church. We were talking about how not to worry. Guys, listen to me. If you stand with the Most High God and you're vocal with this, remember, if you, if you, if you acknowledge him before men, he'll acknowledge you before his father. Be vocal. Don't allow people to make stupid comments around you that you don't agree with without saying something. Now, you may not be the center of uh, happiness when you do that. <laughs> You're going to take some heat for it. I'm going to let you know that. But at least stand your ground and dig in and keep on the full armor of God because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this will always be the day the Lord hath made, if we, and we will rejoice we will be glad in it. But listen to me, guys. They don't want anybody rejoicing and being, being glad and being a human being, being created in God's image. They want to change us into something else. This is just part of the rules of engagement that they're breaching right now, again, like they did in Genesis chapter 6 that I talked about in such depth on angel wars. Wow. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Stand firm with the faith. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're spot on with that. That's why the subversion and what they're doing is continually getting so blatantly obvious, and they're going directly after the kids while they're telling us they're not going after the kids. This is why they're making things so strange. The other day I saw you know, what Miss Netherlands was now – who's now a, a biological man, considering the fact that we live in a post-truth world, I guess you could say now, with this bizarre behavior. I mean, you might expect anything else. This dude's now going to be competing for Miss Universe. I mean, he's, he's an ugly female. I don't know how he possibly won. Obviously, it's just the agenda that he was supposed to win Miss Netherlands, which I thought, you know, up there, Netherlands, they would still be fairly conservative in their aspect of this instead of promoting this just moronic perversion. But obviously, it's a little different. I mean, it's gotten quite bizarre, to say the very least. And, you know, it's ironic to me. You know, Dad was talking about that movie earlier, Sound of Freedom. I, I still haven't been over to see it yet. It was in the family all weekend. And uh, but what's interesting, I CNN went out of their way. This shows you how perverted. CNN, the same news company that has now had two executives and producers, two that have been charged with child pedophilia and child sex grooming. They went out of their way to try to say that the whole thing about the uh, – basically the, the, the movie that Jim Caviezel just did, The Sound of Freedom, is all about a QAnon conspiracy theory. I'm not joking. I'm going to read you the excerpt of what they said. This is how far they're willing to go to try to cover their own narrative up. It's kind of like – Tell me you're a pedophile without telling me you're a pedophile, CNN. They blatantly just hit it on the mark. Could not have done a better job at that request. The the girl that basically is ha- handling this section of the show, she goes, this, this Jim Caviezel's come under a lot of scrutiny because he's talked about QAnon before. And uh, what do you think is going on with this film? You know, and they're they're trying to promote these conspiracy theories. And the guy gets up there, and this guy, by the way, his name is Mike Rothschild. He's a self-proclaimed expert on QAnon conspiracies and an author about this. I kid you not. Mike Rothschild, not joking. You watch the clip. I'll put it on the website. He goes on to say, and this is a direct quote from him. No, he doesn't hide it at all. And you have a lot of people who are in the world of QAnon who say, oh, they don't know what this is. They've never heard of it. They're just asking questions. 
He goes, the sound of freedom doesn't focus on real sex trafficking issues, but the theme, it's sort of like this kernel of truth that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theories. He goes, sure, the most durable, most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that's true, but the rest is all false. We know this has real victims, but these films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. Now, this Rothschild fellow doesn't bother to say anything about the bogus statistics or how this is somehow a conspiracy theory with child sex trafficking. And he goes right here. This, you're going to love this. He goes, and with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically takes a QAnon conspiracy theory of these child sex rings that are allegedly run by high-level elites. And then you take people like Jim Caviezel that tell people to go buy tickets to help bring these sex trafficking rings down. He goes, so it's a particip to participation element. You're not just going to see the movie. You're going to help bring this down. That's not true, but it's very comforting and it makes people feel warm. And this is how they use it to manipulate people. Tell me you're a pedophile, CNN, without telling me you're a pedophile. How in the world do you put this out there and literally do a full-blown hit piece on a film addressing the fact of child sex trafficking, which is almost the number two black market contracts in the entire world, and you bring somebody on named Mike Rothschild to say it's a conspiracy theory that almost none of this is happening, and the numbers are overblown, and nothing you see here, nothing to talk about. Move on, move on, move on, move on. <laughs> you can't make this up. And then, and then, to take it a step further, you've got this guy from the Rolling Stones, who basically writes for the Rolling Stones, his name is Clee. He blasts Caviezel promoting a grossly exaggerated picture of global trafficking, lamented that he's priming the public to accept Sound of Freedom as a documentary rather than a delusion by fomenting panic for years over this grossly exaggerated epidemic of child sex trafficking. That was a quote from him. He goes, here Caviezel gets to act out some of the drama by playing a fictionalized version of Tim Ballard. And this head of this trafficking ring and featuring film the cast, the operators, a Batman style savior for kids who are sold in a sex trafficking trade that is grossly exaggerated. But tell me you're a pedophile sympathizer without telling me you're one. Can you can't make this stuff up, guys? This is when you know people have their true colors. When they go out of their way to do hit pieces on discussions about child sex trafficking, which is an unbelievably horrific problem going on right now. What happened to the 27 kids that disappeared in Cincinnati, Ohio last month? There was like a two-week period, disappeared, still pulled a report up. None of them have been found. None of them have been found. Nothing to see here. What about the thousands of kids now? Thousands of kids have been reported that have been coming across the border that are now disappearing or immediately being put in foster homes or child protective services, and then suddenly they can't find them. Or they go in these foster homes that are knowingly abusing these kids now that we've seen multiple reports on. Oh, no, nothing to see here. We're not going to talk about that whatsoever. That's uh, not, not, Oh, did, did you hear Kim Kardashian's butt got bigger? Oh, did you hear who she's dating? I don't know. I don't know whose turn it is. We'll find out whose next turn it is next month to date her. But uh, yeah, no, nothing to see here. We're just going to keep talking about that. These people absolutely disgust me. 
And this is the main point on why we bring these topics up on the show on a regular basis. They're going after the kids while telling us they're not going after the kids because they don't want people talking about it. This is why they're so bent on normalizing this perversion with these young children in the elementary schools now. 20 years ago, if you told me that you were going to have teachers that were discussing sexual orientation and sexual engagement with five and six-year-olds in a classroom without parental consent, I literally would have been like, bro, <laughs> nah, man. There's no way teachers are going to get that bold and blazing to do this. And now we know for 100% documented fact it is happening. This is why I've told you if you've got kids in the school system, you need to be directly involved with the school board members and going to meetings and talking to their parents and getting groups together if you're going to keep them in there. Because there is a high probability this stuff is being exposed to them. And you know what's so crazy to me about this is what happened to kids allowed to be kids? What happened to letting them go outside and go run their bicycles around town and go build bicycle ramps and go jump in lakes and go have fun and grow up wherever, wherever you're at and do certain things and be kids? What happened to letting them be innocent for a few years and letting them have fun? Why in the world? Is it somehow normalized now to hypersexualize five and six and seven and eight year olds and somehow pretend like this is normal behavior? Because this is exactly what dad just talked about. They want to normalize this among these young children. So when they get older, this new learnt behavior will be nothing whatsoever. It will be nothing abnormal to them. This would be, hey, oh no, man, half of my class is transgender, the other half of my class is autistic. I'm one of the only ones in the class that I guess is the abnormal one now. That's where they're going with this. That's what they're trying to normalize, like going after Robert F. Kennedy Jr. by trying to say somehow that having autistic kids is somehow some great thing. Because every child is a beauty. Every child is a gift. However, there are certain things that happen sometimes to kids that makes it more difficult to raise them. I have numerous people I know that have autistic children, autistic children they're dealing with. And they are by no means easy to deal with in most cases. They're a lot of work. And the crazy part about this is, why are we trying to normalize and act like this stuff isn't happening from the ejections? Why in the world was autism virtually unheard of back in the mid-80s, absolutely low rate? Now, we're watching this saying by, what, 2032? It's supposed to be, what, one and two? Kids, the rates keep going crazy every single year. They keep getting worse and worse and worse. Yet the injection rate, the CDC keeps telling everybody to do, keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Why is it that you have a group, a very large group that's prominent in the United States that virtually has almost no cases of autism? That would be the Amish, who I have directly hung out with and lived with for a short period of time and worked with. That doesn't exist. You can look at the numbers, the Amish numbers of Autism are virtually unheard of. Also of autoimmune diseases, all types of allergy issues, all types of other health problems virtually doesn't exist. And they're a fairly large group in the United States. Yet what do they do? They don't get vaccinated. They don't inject their children with 76 different injections by the time they're 18. They eat fairly clean for the most part. Almost everything they have, they grow themselves or they trade and buy and do all these different things. So why suddenly aren't they having massive outbreaks of measles and mumps and all these other problems because they're not getting the vaccine? How in the world are they not dying from it? How in the world are they having these massive epidemics? Why in the world aren't they all dying? Well, it's because every single thing you've been told with the medical establishment is coming out to be a complete and total lie. 
just like they told you the RNA gene therapy shot was safe and effective. And then they told you that it was approved by the FDA when it wasn't, when they told you that you needed to get your shot to make sure everybody else was protected. I mean, that was the dumbest thing I had ever heard in my life. And they tried to back it by science. That's like being at the beach and telling your friend, bro, make sure you put your sunscreen on so I don't get sunburned. They look at you with this dumb look. What are you talking about? Bro, you don't understand. If you don't wear your sunscreen, I'm getting sunburned. This is, this is science, guys. This is science. I don't know why you're arguing with it. Put your sunscreen on now or get away from me. If you're too close to me without sunscreen on, I'm going to get sunburned. This is science, bro. That was literally the level of stupidity that they tried to put out in the population, and people bought it in some cases hook, line, and sinker. There was a story, the research study I was talking – somebody was talking to me about the other day. It was talking about an experiment. They had five gorillas in this big – Big uh, cage, this giant room, and they had a banana at the top of the cage, and they had a rope that went up there. And every time the monkey would get up to the top of the rope to grab the banana, these giant water sprinklers would spray all the monkeys at the bottom. Ice cold water, bam, nailed all right in the face, shooting all over the place. Crazy experiment. So all of a sudden, you know, next monkey would go up to the top, and all of a sudden, water sprinklers go off. Well, pretty soon, anytime a monkey went up the rope. All the other monkeys would grab him and beat him up. Don't go up there. We're getting shot with ice cold water. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. So finally, they stopped going up there. Well, then they take one monkey out and they put another monkey in, a brand new monkey. Well, of course, that monkey is going straight up the rope with the banana. He immediately get grabbed, beat up. Don't go up there. Do not go up there. So all of a sudden, they'd replace another monkey. They'd replace another monkey. Place another monkey. They'd get beat up. Finally, they had five new monkeys over a period of a couple of weeks that had never been hit with water. But yet anytime a monkey went up the rope, they would all grab him and beat him up. Yet none of them had ever been hit with water. They had no idea why they were even beating him up except for the fact that everybody else was doing it. This is what has happened in society now. We have people that are going along with stuff that they have no idea about simply because everybody else is going along with it. And they have no understanding or concept because they have been trained now psychologically to go along with what people are told. This is the problem when people don't research. This is the problem when people don't talk. This is the problem when people self-censor what's really going on for fear of reprisal. We have now grown men winning beauty pageants on country level and going to Miss Universe now. We have grown men walking around in lingerie at school-funded school, school plays and library story hours, and somehow this is supposed to be this normalistic society, and there are certain people out there that literally go, why is this wrong? What is wrong with this? This is what's going to happen to the next generation of our young children if we don't step up the game. They're going to be like the monkeys in the cage that beat each other up for anybody that goes up the rope. If you get my analogy, they're going to have no idea why they're getting mad at anyone that questions the narrative. They're simply going to go, transgenderism's good. LGBTQ alphabet's good. Everybody that does this is good. This is good. This is normal. Don't question it. You can't say anything about this. If you do, we're going to beat you up. We're going to turn you in. We're going to blast you on social media. Don't question anything because it's good. My friends, that is a bad society to be looking upon the horizon right now. So continue to keep the truth out there the best you possibly can because this weird stuff that's happening right now, there's way too many people that I have seen that are entirely too quiet about it. And as we watch it happen – 
that can't be us. We have to continue to get the truth out there. What do you think, Dad? You know, that's all we can do. I mean, the great, great, great metaphor, the dog on monkeys off, that was excellent. But that's exactly what we have now. We're going to have a group of people. They don't know why they're promoting the transgenderism because that's just what they were told by their parents and their grandparents. And so they just accept it blindly. And, you know, I guess that's true with the Bible and with faith with your children. If you train up a child while they're in a theta brainwave state to accept the fact that Jesus Christ is who he said he was, that he's the son of the most high God, that he created the heavens and the earth, and you understand that that's who he is, then when they're older, they'll say the same thing. They'll understand who Christ is, and they'll continue to teach their children who Christ is, and continue to teach their children who Christ is. That's why I said have more babies and teach them about Jesus. There you go. Because they're doing it at the other end with this classical and operant and you know Pavlovian conditioning. That's what they're doing. And they're continuing to do it and push it and push it and push it and push it until the population is so dumbed down, you won't be able to talk to them. What I've learned, the people that are from other countries, uh, you know, from the Eastern Bloc Soviet Union countries and, and from other parts of Europe, when you talk to them, they basically are not like we are in the United States. They question the narrative because they were lied to so much by the Soviets during the occupation you know, after World War II that they don't believe anything their government says because enough people were still alive to question what was happening. But they've also extinguished in most of these people any level of Christianity because they were a godless atheistic society and they did not allow the promotion of Christianity. And they sure enough killed almost 50,000 Russian and Greek Orthodox priests in Russia during the Stalin-Lenin campaign of destruction of 10 years in which they basically ransacked Russia and just killed everybody as best they could. What Stalin said, if he didn't kill these 15,000 people a day, he was having a bad day. This is who they are. By the way, this is – got to throw this in real quick. It's a total segue. Uh, not eating enough of these six foods may lead to heart disease and an early grave, global study warns. U.S. scientists are now calling for a reevaluation of the guidelines on full-fat products. Wow. Now they're saying that cheese and fish are essential for daily diet, experts now are insisting. Researcher naming whole fat, and it needs to be organic, is one of the six foods that are the key to cutting the risks of heart attacks and strokes. Fish, nut, legumes, and vegetables were also listed as a major analysis involving nearly 250,000 people, despite being linked to cancer and heart troubles in recent years, by the way, I'll say, you know, erroneously because they're using a lot of nitrites in the meat. Red meat was also said to make up a healthy diet as long as it was eaten in moderation. The difference is they're warning you again to stay away from sodium nitrite and processed cured luncheon meats, which – remember that's the number one food on my list to stay away from. High-fat luncheon meats, bacon, sausage, ham, pepperoni, hot dogs, and pepperoni. Avoid all of that stuff. But guys, listen to me. I eat eggs all day long. I think I had eight eggs yesterday. They're a phenomenal source of protein. They're a brain food. They are unbelievably good. I knew a lady here a while back, and she was having all kinds of skin problems. This, this lady was relatively young. She had all kinds of skin problems because she kept her fat levels down so low and wouldn't even eat the egg yolks. I mean it's nonsense. You have to have the sulfur in those egg yolks for hair, skin, and nails. It's super important that you have that along with proper mineral salts. So eat a balanced diet. Eat butter. Eat olive oil. Eat great cod liver oil. <laughs> you got to have fat in order to stay healthy and keep your skin and heart and cardiovascular system in good shape. I love you guys. I appreciate you too. Remember, it's always about Jesus. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your final story? You're spot on. The omega-3 fats are so crucial. That's why we have multiple different options for everybody. We have them in the capsules. We also have them in the strawberry flavor now from Nordic Naturals, which is a great flavor. We have the kids' version and the adults' version of that. That's actually probably one of the best-tasting liquid cods I've ever tried. It's very palatable. We also have the old-fashioned cod in the big bottle, the 16-ounce old-fashioned. That one's fantastic as far as it price effectiveness. Tastes like cod, though. We have the cinnamon one, which really tastes like cinnamon. 
I've always encouraged people on a regular basis, you have to have healthy fats. The concept of not eating fats is ludicrous. You'll notice you start cutting your fats down as far as healthy fats, your mental acuity goes down, your energy goes down, your sex drive goes down. It's affected to all of it. So making sure you're keeping adequate fats in organic avocados, you know, wild caught salmon, if you can get that. Sometimes our we're stored down here we'll get in fresh wild caught Alaskan salmon. That's what it does. I buy it up and I cook it. It's amazing. Same thing when it goes as far as with the uh, avocado oil when it comes to butter, organic grass fed butter. Keep good fats in your diet on a regular basis. Continue to exercise and make sure you're drinking adequate water. Those are all crucial aspects of keeping your health maintained on a regular basis. And, of course, continue to get your ultimate multiple in. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win this week. There's multiple products on there. It looks like the ultimate multiple powder is pulling pretty strong. And be sure to pick up. Take advantage of the sale on the N-acetyl cysteine right now as product of the week for over 10% off on the website at healthmasters.com really increases detoxification of environmental toxins and pollutants in your body. Also, it's really good for healthy respiratory function, very good for glutathione synthesis. You can do more research on that, read it on the website. I've talked about it a lot. It was a staple as far as when people were getting the virus infection during COVID. So it really helped out with lung repair and lung damage and overall lung health. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. If you need anything, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. Hope you guys have a fantastic, blessed night. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>